this all of this coronavirus nonsense is the tip of the iceberg that myself and my colleagues have been talking about for 50 years I mean, longer than that quite frankly the naturopaths the chiropractors the osteopaths the homeopaths the botanical medicine people they were all kicked off of the bus of medicine and have been kept off of the bus of medicine with aggressive legislation and heavy-handedness by the Food and Drug Administration and the American Medical Association. With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome. I'm Sarah Westall. I have great Dr. Glidden rejoining the program. Peter Glidden. He is he was on fire the last time he was here, and we're gonna continue with a lot of that discussion. I think it's really great because we're diving into more of this medical monopoly and what's going on. We really got to unravel how we're, how we're going to deal with this. There's 20 times the cancer rate that people are seeing because of this jab. People are, we have this slow motion train wreck that we see coming. And, you know, the doctors are saying three to five years is when the jab effects are really going to take. And so this year we're going to start seeing more and more, you know, the death, the excess death rates are climbing. And so we know there are issues and they're still pushing the vaccine. Oh my God, they're still pushing it. I just, I can't believe it. And so the trauma and things that are happening is going to increase. So I'm going to keep talking about that, but he's just talking also about basic things. I mean, people feel like crap and there's things that you can do. And so we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about how we got into this situation. And, uh, this is good. We take it from a little bit different angles on a lot of things and, and get, get, you know, I always like to do that. I like to, get under under it and then explore in different ways so that we can actually make progress because people are always talking on the surface and complaining but let's let's dive into it let's dig into it get under that uh, top layer and figure out what's really going on and when you lift that up it's really ugly but you we got to do it and like i said there's going to be um the tsunami of issues coming and we're already starting to see it so let's get ahead of it before they know why we can and um, you have loved ones that you need to help and so hopefully you can get knowledgeable so that you can turn around and help them. I also have the solutions document that I put together with Dr. Joe Newsma. I have Sherry Edwards that's identifying the specific weaknesses in your DNA. I have quantum energy. I got I have Ion and Philip is they're gonna come back and talk about their new studies and how it's helping with the blood. You know, if you go get a D-dimer test and you're seeing that you have clotting in your blood, this can really help restore health to your blood. We're, we're seeing phenomenal results in the studies. And so there's a lot of really shining examples of things that we can do. I, I, I'm not one to think that there's nothing we can do. What I'm worried about is it's not mainstream and that people aren't going to you know, it's only going to be a, a small subset of people who are going to do things that are not mainstream. And so we can, but we can save some lives. We can save the people who are open to be saved. And your loved ones, hopefully those are ones that maybe can be open to be saved. They're opening their eyes. They get scared. Fear is going to really set in. 
as people are dying and, and maybe those are the people that you can help. But we got to get ahead of that and understand and learn. So that's what this is about. That's what these series is, uh, is about and what I'm trying to do. Um, obviously, I don't have all the knowledge, but I'm trying to acquire you know, the people and the resources so that people can look and, and you, you got to gain that knowledge yourself to help others because it's going to be the people who do know or, or there's not enough of us and, or that can help. And, um, we have to learn on our own so that we can help others. It's, it's cause the mainstream isn't going to be where the solutions are. It's just that basic. So when you have the opportunity, go to sarahwestall.com, sign up for my newsletter, look at the solutions document, share that with your friends. Also go to the Give, Send, Go Defending Free Speech, Google versus the people, go and share that. We're still working because in order to have, to circumvent all this, this crap we're dealing with, we need freedom. We need freedom of speech. We have to make sure we have that and things are escalating. They're trying to shut it down. I think they're trying to get ahead, um, shut it down before we can open it up. And we just can't, can't we need freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of flow of, of ideas is what's going to save lives. Got to keep that open for people too. So go there, um, share it with your loved ones. You don't have any money. Don't worry about it. Please share. If you haven't donated, then please share. That's, a good part. Get someone else to donate. Anyways, the links are all below. Glidden also has a three month for $69 for his self-help program. Um, you, you, if you have an issue, you will save money doing this versus going to the doctors. Less than one doctor visit and you can do question and answer with them. So there's a link below for that as well. And let's get into this amazing conversation with Dr. Peter Glidden. Hi, Dr. Glidden. You knocked it out of the park last time we talked. People are really liking what you said. And I think it's because you just you just said the truth. I mean, you, and so many people are always covering up and trying to massage it because they're afraid. And you said, I'm not going to be scared anymore. I'm going to say what the truth is. And not that you were ever scared, but you, <laughs> you weren't scared last time. And I got to tell you, there's so much fear out there that people are um, not getting the truth from the establishment. They're not getting truth from anybody. And they're just, and then the people are afraid to tell them the truth and you aren't. So what is going on? <laughs> well, what's going on now with all of this coronavirus nonsense, the bad research, the misdirection, the social engineering, all of it, I mean, which is getting more and more in people's faces now every day the stuff that myself and my colleagues have been saying for decades this all of this coronavirus nonsense is the tip of the iceberg that myself and my colleagues have been talking about for 50 years i mean longer than that quite frankly the biggest problem here the root cause of all of the coronavirus stuff is that we don't have a free medical market we haven't had a free medical market since 1912. In 1912, with the help of the Carnegies and the Rockefellers, Congress granted the American Medical Association exclusive control over who could and who couldn't practice medicine. So the MDs who practice allopathic pharmaceutical medicine and surgery were put into first place. It was a hostile takeover of medicine. And they have maintained their position at, at the top ever since. They kicked everybody else off the bus. The naturopaths, the chiropractors, the osteopaths, the homeopaths, the botanical medicine people, they were all kicked off of the bus of medicine. 
and have been kept off of the bus of medicine with aggressive legislation and heavy handedness by the Food and Drug Administration and the American Medical Association. For instance, in the United States of America, the only thing that can legally treat a disease is a drug. <laughs> Did you know that? I mean, that's convenient for the pharmaceutical industry. And also, the when they took over the control of medicine, they did a lot of interesting things. They instituted a language monopoly where medicine all of a sudden was in Latin. And that wasn't to make it easier for doctors to understand. It was to make it harder for the lay people to understand and to create a mysticism around medicine that made lay people think that, oh, their medical doctor is the smartest person on the block. And then they made it that the only way that you could bring a drug to the market is if you did 30 or $40 million worth of research, they raised the bar so high that nobody else could compete. So it was, in fact, a complete, utter, and total takeover of the medical marketplace. And it's been in place for over 100 years now, 110 years, which is longer than anybody's been alive. Well, and that's why people are so sick. I mean, we that's are right. getting 100%. really, really sick. Okay, so we have this crazy situation where the medical, I mean, it's a total take where the, the hospitals are death zones. I mean, we, we were talking, I even did shows on death zones where if you actually use protocols that worked, you had a much higher chance of living than going to the hospital. So stay the hell out of the hospital. I mean, that's where we're getting to, but I got to tell you, I am a little bit disillusioned at how dumb people are. I mean, they really can't, it's deer in the headlights. Okay, this, so this one COVID thing they think is okay, or they, they figured that one out, but the regular, all the other stuff is still kosher. Yeah, and this is the craziest thing, right? I mean, and this is what I'm alluding to, that this is what myself and my colleagues have been talking about forever. You know, medicine is like dogs. There's a lot of different dogs, and they're all good for different things. I mean, if you if you go duck hunting with a chihuahua, you're going to come back empty handed because that's the wrong dog for the hunt. So in a perfect world, right, we would have access to many different types of medicine. There's homeopathy, there's naturopathy, there's chiropractic, there's osteopathic, there's Ayurvedic, traditional Chinese acupuncture and allopathic medicine, which is what the MDs, what the MDs do. As it turns out, MD directed allopathic medicine is really good for trauma care military field medicine, surgery when it's necessary, complications of childbirth and dental work, and that's it. And by the way, that's where all of the advances in medicine in the last 70 years have taken place. It's in new surgery techniques, new diagnostic techniques. But while the medical doctors have been in charge of everything, chronic disease is getting worse, people are getting sicker, uh, the leading cause of bankruptcy is medical bills. The leading cause of death in the United States is not heart disease. It's medical treatments. Life expectancy is getting shorter. Why is this? Because allopathic medicine, the medicine that the MDs are taught and the medicine that everybody only has access to is the wrong dog for the hunt. It's great for surgery, but for all of the things that people go to the doctor for most of the time, things like high blood pressure, anxiety, depression, arthritis, fibromyalgia, heartburn, eczema, asthma, congestive heart disease, you name it, it's the wrong dog for the hunt because pharmaceutical centrist allopathic medicine does not 
teach its physicians how to cure disease. It's your, your medical doctor doesn't practice healthcare. Your medical doctor may be the nicest person that God ever created, by the way. I have a lot of friends who are medical doctors, but they're not taught healthcare. They're taught disease management. And when you go to somebody who practices disease management, nothing gets cured, nothing gets fixed. As time goes by, you get weaker, sicker, and more dependent on the drugs. And this passes for the best medicine in the world. It's a crock of crap. It's always been a crock of crap. And coronavirus now, it's writ large. Well, okay. So we're dealing with just total stupidity. I mean, I, I feel like I'm pulling my hair out because it's just stupid. I, I don't have the um credentials or it's not credentials i don't care about it i don't have the training and the knowledge that you have obviously and so you must be really pulling your hair out but just from my perspective it's so obvious but the people are still worshiping the ground that these doctors walk on and that the cdc says and that i mean i is it just a problem of the media and the getting this information out to people or I mean what do we need to do because it is beyond frustrating from my yeah. standpoint yeah so you know I mean history doesn't repeat itself it rhymes so if the story is true not everybody who had the chance to got on board Noah's Ark right because it was such an outrageous thing and and it was so outside of the norm and this is the problem. It's the monopoly that's the problem, Sarah. You know, people look around for the last hundred years. The only medicine practiced in their hospitals is MD-directed medicine. The only medicine their insurance pays for is MD-directed medicine. The only medicine they do research on at their university is MD-directed medicine. The only medicine uh, that they make TV commercials about and TV shows about is MD-directed medicine. And the psychological meme for the last hundred years has been that the medical doctor holds the secret decoder ring to all things medical and everybody else is the back of the bus quack with substandard dangerous training. And, you know, people get sick, they're scared. And they've been paying small fortunes and in medical insurance premiums their whole life. So what are they going to do? Well, they're going to go to the only show in town. They're going to go to the only dog for the hunt, the only one. They're going to go to the Chihuahua dog, not because it's the best dog, but because it's the only dog. It's the only one. And so they go there and they're surrounded by multi-million dollars of equipment and all of these official looking people in white coats who seem to know what they're doing. And that's why when the medical doctor's treatments fail, when the medical doctor's treatment harm when the medical doctor's treatments bankrupt them or kill their loved ones, they go right back for more because of the monopoly. And they simply don't know that there are alternatives. And there are. Well, and this is this is the, and the alternatives. The alternatives are spun into these are quacks. So you, you can't trust it. It doesn't have the million dollar equipment. It doesn't have the shiny things. And right. so people get scared that they got to go to what the you know what's established otherwise they're going to die this is why the majority of patients that end up in my office or any of my colleagues offices or an ayurvedic doctor's office or anybody who's alternative quote unquote they've they're at the end of their rope they've done the conventional medical thing and it's failed them and they did it again and it failed them and did it a third time and it failed them and they finally snapped out of it and they say well this isn't working anymore 
what else is available? And again, this is because of the monopoly, because people just don't know. Now, I mean, let's talk about coronavirus for just a second. The only reason that the vaccines, which weren't really vaccines, were allowed to be brought to the marketplace was because uh, of the, you know, the the uh, special consideration that they were given uh, because it was a pandemic and there weren't any other treatments. There were no other treatments that were proven to be effective. That's why with the, through Look, the Emergency Use Authorization Act, the vaccines were allowed to come to market. That was a lie because myself and my colleagues, we have like a 99.7% success rate with COVID patients. In a perfect world, in a free medical market, it would have been my profession, my colleagues, licensed and regulated physicians, by the way, who were asked, well, what do we do for this? You ask the medical doctor what to do if your leg is blown off by an IUD in Iraq, because that's their wheelhouse. We should have been the people brought to the table because we have a remarkable success rate, a remarkable track record but, with but this, and quite guys... frankly chronic but you, disease but you know we're the quacks no but you guys were silenced you guys were censored and the doctors who also realized that hey we gotta they learned some from you guys and they learned on their own and they were trying to they were treating people with your techniques but as a medical doctor they were being silenced and pushed aside as well because some of the medical doctors aren't all dumb they're start, they're figuring it out well we got to do we got to treat this and so they they've changed a lot of their methods and those are the ones being silenced and and losing their licenses. hundred uh, percent. You know, I mean, I was, it's ironic, right? And see, this is, this is an important point to consider. And, you know, we can go down this rabbit hole pretty deeply and, and which I do, by the way, all of the time on my website. But the simple fact of the matter is that the, um, the, the way that the, when coronavirus first broke, I looked at the research. And I looked at the research objectively because I'm a trained physician. I have 34 years of clinical experience and you learn how to read research. You learn a thing or two after 34 years. I looked at all of the research and I wrote uh, like a 50 page white paper on it that I published. And here were my conclusions based on the research, based on the actual science, unbiased by insurance companies, unbiased by big pharma. Masks are ineffective at pre preventing the spread of a viral infection. Social distancing is a myth. Uh, asymptomatic carriers are a myth. Uh, it, natural immunity is a thousand times better than vaccine-acquired immunity, if even such a thing exists. And oh, by the way, nobody has ever proven that it's the SARS coronavirus 2 that was responsible for COVID-19. That's never been proven, by the way. Uh, that information was censored after 14 days in the marketplace. And a month ago, the CDC came out with their new recommendations concerning coronavirus, and it said exactly the same thing that I said. It said well, masks but they don't will work, never social be... distancing doesn't work, all of this is nonsense. The only thing that they didn't say that I said was, oh, we're not sure if it's COVID, well, it's SARS coronavirus is that. causing. And this is because, and this is an important point, I have to ring this bell because nobody understands this. Naturopathic medicine is based upon an observation, appreciation, understanding, and manipulation of natural law. And natural law is natural law. It doesn't change. It's inviolate. 
So our therapeutics over hundreds of years, we have never discarded anything because everything that we do to bring people into a state of health is based on natural law and that doesn't change. We add things because we learn new things all of the time. Conventional medicine, allopathic medicine, MD-directed, pharmaceutical centrist medicine is not built upon natural law. And the halls of MD-directed allopathic medicine are littered with the discarded remains of old therapeutics, which are nonsense now, but in their day were all the rage, like bloodletting. Give me a break. And this is a big, this is the thing. We need the right dog for the hunt. Allopathic medicine is fantastic for trauma care, surgery when it's necessary, and the other things that I mentioned. But for a viral, the prevention or the treatment of a viral illness, it's it's horrible. For the prevention or treatment of a chronic disease, it's horrible. And look, your medical doctor doesn't even know what causes heartburn. They have no That's idea right. what causes heartburn. They don't, the very basic stuff they don't know. It's deer in the headlights. My daughter had Osgood Schlatter's from being, she's an athlete. And I remember I brought, brought her a doctor, you know, it's a bump on your knee. And they had deer in the head. I could not. And then I went to a chiropractor and within two weeks, she rebuilt her muscle in the front of her leg and she was fine. And it was just, uh, it was, uh, it, it, but there's so many examples when my kids were little on stuff like that. But okay, let's, I mean, number one, you know, I have this lawsuit and a group of us have this lawsuit against Google. We have to deal with this freedom of speech issue. If we can have a separate free society where we can communicate to people and they can learn about these things, we could build a, a whole new way of doing things. And that's what we need to do, as long as they keep it free. But they're trying to shut down every avenue of freedom so that we're gonna be forced to use their death methods. I mean, essentially it's a death protocol as far as I'm concerned. And if we're not allowed to, so the number one thing is we have to fight to maintain our freedom so that we can create these dual tracks. Cause that's really what we need is we need to just say, okay, th this isn't going away, but let's create something better over here. But we got to make sure that we maintain our rights to be able to create that something better, which is what we need to fight for. But when we create this something better, what do you think that needs to be? Well, we need a free medical market. We need a free and uncensored medical market. I mean, as far as on, on the side of medicine, on the side of politics, I have no idea what we need because I am of the opinion based on insider information that I've had from very reliable sources that the majority of the politicians in Washington, D.C. have been compromised. They're being they, blackmailed. Yes, they They've are. been bought off. Yep. And so they're not That's working for, for us. So, I mean, look, if by some genie in the bottle magic, right, we all woke up tomorrow. And there were just as many naturopaths as MDs. Naturopathic doctors had hospital privileges. Insurance paid for everything. 50% of the research that the universities did was on naturopathic therapeutics, right? And if there was a public information campaign that like told people what the naturopaths were good for and what they were bad for and what the MDs were good for and what they were bad for, which is, you know, reasonable, within three, four years, medical doctors practicing general medicine I mean, 
medical doctors who did anything except surgery and trauma care will be out of a job. Yeah, but a lot of those doctors want this understanding. They, what we could do is just they could go back to school and relearn this because see, but that's so many of them would feel like. See, but that's the problem. And you're, they would. I mean, that's, that's a, that is a big problem. I agree. That's kind of so. So the schools are I, the problem. Well, so years ago, right? I was and I was around when this happened. There was a guy named Jeffrey Bland. He was a PhD. His claim to fame was that he was the last. Um, he was the last PhD candidate to have Linus Pauling as his supervisor, right? And he's a very smart guy, and he developed an entire system of education and training, postgraduate training for medical doctors, teaching them how to use vitamins and how to use botanical medicines and everything. And it's called functional medicine. And the functional medicine community has grown over time, and it's pretty big right now. So there is something happening on the MD allopathic side where medical doctors are being frustrated. And I, oh my God, I honestly don't know, unless you're a surgeon or an emergency room doctor, I don't know how you could practice medicine for more than five years because you never cure anything. And your patients don't get better. They get sicker and they get weaker over time. And I don't know how you can do that. It's and, unethical, and, I think. But and go still ahead. have a conscience unless yeah. you actually in your heart of hearts believe that there's no other way. And a lot of medical doctors believe that because of the educational process and the cognitive dissonance. Yeah, but would you want to go to any doctor that actually believes that? I mean, I would I would be like, I don't trust you to make a decision on anything because you're not smart well, enough to or mentally grounded and strong enough to get your, past your cognitive dissonance or to have critical thinking. I, I just yeah, don't want correct. somebody who's that that incompetent, frankly. Well, most most medical doctors are like that. I mean, most are, and if and 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 that's proven by the fact that chemotherapy is still advocated. Yeah, okay. chemotherapy is a horrible treatment, and it's unbelievably ineffective, as says the American Cancer Society. It's, but doc- it's, it's ineffective. Yeah, but doctors it, it, don't. It is. It's shitty. And so we we should talk about that. But doctors who are trying to get out of that mode are shunned and lose their license. So they. There's there's a really big issue here that is, I mean, it's it's a it's monopoly a giant of problem. Death. And you know, yeah. there's also if you're, I mean, if you have a job as a doctor, and you get frustrated, and you ha- you you have an epiphany, and you see the light, and oh my god, I can't do this anymore. What am I going to do? What are you going to do? You've got bills to pay. You've got mortgages to pay. You've got kids to put through college. You need an income. What are you going to do? So. What most medical doctors do when they come up against this is they do the weekend seminars in functional medicine and they get certified in functional medicine. But what they should do, because functional medicine doesn't teach the doctors the philosophy that grounds the therapeutics. Functional medicine just teaches the doctors how to use vitamins and botanical medicines the same way that they use drugs in a suppressive, manipulative fashion which is inconsistent with natural law. What they should do is go to naturopathic medical school, learn naturopathic philosophy, learn naturopathic therapeutics, and then start to apply them or go to Ayurvedic medical school or yeah, something. But, but they but won't do be. that. But they won't do be. that, Sarah, well, they, because too, medical very... doctors, look, medical doctors believe that they know everything and that they don't 
Well, they're that, treated like they are. That they just can't get outside of that box to think that there might be something else that's that's effective. And now, and if they do have that realization, what they should do is go to school all over again and learn it. But they're not going to do that. They're, they just won't do it. Can't there be, just like they do with functional medicine courses, can't they start, I mean, can't they teach that and have some seminars on that? So that no, they can because at it's, least... a, it's a philosophy. It's, it's I mean, they could deep. in a it's perfect world, but who's going to fund that? Who's going to fund that? Who's going to legislate for that? The whole thing's going to be shut down because the pharmaceutical industry doesn't want anything to do with that. For goodness sakes, it was the pharma... Look, thank God for lidocaine. Thank God for general anesthesia. Thank God for insulin, right? That drugs, it's not the drug, it's how it's used. It's not the gun, it's how it's used. Sometimes you need the drug. Naturopathic doctors can prescribe drugs if they're necessary. How about that? But for goodness sakes, the way that the medical doctor is trained to use the pharmaceutical is the leading cause of death in the United States, and it's the leading cause of bankruptcy. It simply doesn't work. It doesn't work. I mean, it works. It it, it creates so how results, do we get past but this? the results are not curative. How do but we how, get? Past yeah, it? we, we have to. We have to start getting. But no, Pam Popper, who is also uh, like you, she's trained like you, she's just fed up, and she's actually doing a lawsuit on because none, none of these lawsuits actually work. So she's trying to. Or her lawsuits are starting to have some penetration, and. Um, go after the process of delicensing other doctors and the licensing process because there's a monopoly on that so that they that can start to be broken down. I mean, because if we don't, it's not okay for people to be sick and dying endlessly. And if we have some brains, it's like, I, I feel like as I'm learning all this stuff, I feel like I'm dealing with idiots everywhere. And if we don't start solving some of these issues, we're just, it's, I mean, I either go and I live off the grid like some of my friends are saying, screw it, I'm just living off the grid and making sure I'm safe and I follow what I do. Or we we fess up to it as adults and intelligent human beings and say, okay, it's it's time to solve some of this stuff. We're too we're we know too much now. We know this is failing. We know too much. We need to fix it. And this is, is not a uh uh a satisfactory situation to be in. And these people are completely incompetent and we are it's just not, it's like having kindergartners run things when you yeah, have. 100%. When well, you then have I, those, all right, then I have a solution. And I floated this to the Trump administration in the last year um, when they were around, but I got crickets. And I, I had, I knew that people looked at it. There were four people in his administration that looked at this proposal, but nobody got back to me. We need a federal department of holistic medicine because right now, vitamins, botanical medicines, homeopathic medicines, and everything that's not a pharmaceutical that people use to help with their health are regulated by the medical doctors and the pharmaceutical industry. I mean, they have, it's a wrap. It's a monopoly. They control everything. I mean, this is why when you go to the health food store, you, you look at the nutritional supplement and it says bone and joint support instead of arthritis Rx. Because the only thing that can treat a disease is a drug. You can't allude to the fact that your nutritional supplement helps with the disease, even if it does. Even if it's been proven to do it with research and clinical that's findings. So even if that's it's happened, so you ridiculous. can't say that. It's so, so we ridiculous. Need, we need a federal department of holistic medicine that takes the control 
and the oversight of everything that's not a pharmaceutical out of the hands of the pharmaceutical industry and into the hands of the physicians that actually use it on a day-to-day basis. Okay. This is that's what I proposed to Trump and I got crickets. Well, why? Because it's Pfizer gave Trump a million dollars for his inauguration. People need to snap out of it. I mean, I was a big Trump fan. And, you know, relatively speaking, I think Trump is probably the, the better bet right now than anybody else. But Trump is still going around the country saying, oh, the the warp speed vaccination program was great, was great. It helped millions of people. And he's wrong. He's wrong. He's flat out. Well, it's it's proven to be wrong. We all know what's wrong. We've been putting all that information out. Now we got Biden saying they're going to solve. We're going to. We're going to decrease cancer by 50% in 25 years, as long as the funding is there, you know? And so it's just a big boondoggle for, for all 100%, these. It's just 100% a way... money grab. And it does yeah. have, it has nothing to do with freedom. It has nothing to do with the free medical market. So, it has so nothing you know, to do look, with curing cancer. I mean, if we were going to, we could do reduce cancer by 50% tomorrow. If we just dealt with the <laughs> nutrition and what you're talking about here. Well, look, all right, I'll give you some numbers. There's a doctor in India. His name is Ramakrishnan. And he's been treating cancer patients for like 50 years with homeopathic medicine. So all he does is homeopathy. And oh, by the way, homeopathy, according to conventional medical doctors, is quack medicine. It's placebo. It doesn't work. And you should avoid anybody that practices homeopathy. Uh, I'm going to look up his success rates with cancer treatment and they're all over 50 percent here we go um ovarian cancer 73 percent success rate pancreatic cancer 78 percent success rate prostate cancer 84 percent success rate rectal cancer 84 percent success rate uterine cancer 52 percent breast cancer 86 bone cancer 81 brain cancer 83 colon cancer 67 hodgkin's lymphoma 81 leukemia 74 liver cancer 46 lung cancer 66 this is already happening how does that compare i know that that's the ridiculous name how does that compare to what the stats are using our wonderful system here well well with conventional medicine chemo radiation and surgery there's like a two percent success rate okay and so why is it that's in the context of five years Conventional medical doctors years ago stopped talking about cancer in in terms of a cure. So right now, in their parlance, if you have cancer and you live for five years, that's a successful cancer treatment, even if you still have cancer. And then if you die from cancer five years and one day after the diagnosis, it's still a successful treatment. Because they talk about five-year survivability now instead of a cure for cancer, which is ridiculous. Okay, so overnight, this doctor in India, everybody should adopt that, and and overnight we should be have access to that and have information on that. It's just kind of like the COVID protocols; they were saving ninety-nine point seven percent of their patients, versus the hospitals were killing half their patients. It was like, uh, how much more obvious can this be? It's the same thing with this cancer thing. Why can't we just have this information out there? Chlorine dioxide, by the way, is another thing that is uh, censored and banned. In this country, you'll have people show up in hazmat suits if they think that you're using it. And it is, (laughs) treats all sorts of things. I mean, it was, you know, it was the, let's, let's, let's just pause for a minute. 
and and look at history. I mean, in World War II, it was the medical doctors working in the concentration camps who were doing unbelievably inhuman experiments on the members of the concentration camps. It wasn't the chiropractors who did that. It wasn't the osteopaths. It wasn't the homeopaths. It wasn't the herbalists. It wasn't the naturopathic doctors. It wasn't the traditional Chinese medical doctors, the Ayurveda doctors. It was the medical doctors who How did How about that. the bioweapons labs? Who runs those? It's the medical doctors who did it. And, and they continue to do it. It's a despicable profession. It's a despicable profession. I mean, if the naturopaths did that, we'd be, you know, we'd be pilloried in the town square. Vioxx killed 50,000 people. Nobody goes to jail. Bextra, I don't know how many tens of thousands of people that killed. Nobody goes to jail. COVID now kills all these COVID vax, non-vax vax, kills all these people. Nobody goes to jail. Oh, let's get the next booster. It's a crap show from start to finish. The only reason that it's in place is because it's a juggernaut that's existed for over 100 years and nobody knows there's any different. And when people get sick, they're scared. They don't know that there are alternatives. So one of the things that I've done to attempt to fix this or to attempt to like make a little, to put a little chink in the armor is on my website, I've developed about 88, 90 self-help health recovery protocols that you can apply from the comfort of your own home. And these protocols are clinically verified. So you have arthritis and you don't want to do conventional medicine. You go to my website and become a subscriber, point and click see what myself and my colleagues do for arthritis and then apply that and see if it works. So education is a big deal here. And, and here's another irony, honest to God, this is so frustrating from my point of view. Sometimes you need an appointment with a doctor. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you need a private appointment. Sometimes the care needs to be managed uh, specifically for you. But a lot of the times it doesn't. A lot of the times there are things that you can do, like change your diet, stop eating this food, start eating more of this food, take this nutritional supplement, stop this nutritional supplement, things that you can do to support and promote your body's built-in God-given ability to fix itself. It's simple stuff that everybody should have been taught in high school, but nobody is aware of because the pharmaceutical industry doesn't want anybody to be aware of it. It is not in their business model to make people healthy. So, you know, I've done a little bit to try to educate people and to try to help to relieve human suffering because that's what I signed up for when I became a physician, when I took my oath, which I take very seriously. Most medical doctors do not, quite frankly. So we need education, which I provide a little bit of. It's all science-based, clinically verified, and we desperately need a free medical market. But I'm of the opinion, Sarah, even if we did have a free medical market, because politicians are so compromised, you know, within a couple of years, the whole thing would be, the whole th the whole thing would go to crap again. Well, unless unless their children die, which is starting to happen. Okay, let's talk about this vaccine. People are very concerned that it's going to wipe huge parts of humanity out starting pretty soon here because three to five years i am an internal optimist and i think that there's things we can do we have sherry edwards being able to to look and narrow down exactly where it's targeting your weakness in your dna 
And then you can go and, and treat that specific aspect of your weakness. I think that there's things that people can do using your methods, using um, some of the, you know, the frequency protocols, uh, quantum energy. I think we can save a lot of people using things that work, but it's not going to come from the mainstream medical community. Well, you know, my, I mean, my profession, we've, we have a, I have a colleague who she just moved out of Hawaii because the politics was so terrible. She had a clinic in Hawaii for, I think, 20, 30 years. She treated uh, close to a thousand COVID patients and none of them died. None of them needed to be hospitalized. So there are things that you can do. Number one, to strengthen your body's strength, to strengthen your, to strengthen your body. There are things that you can do. And they're generic and they're straightforward and you can learn them. Go to drglidden.com. But in when it comes to the specific stress imposed upon the body by these non-vaccine vaccines, the jury is still out as to what to do to fix that. And I think the jury is going to be out on that until we have more clinical experience with people that have been vaccine injured. Well, and, and that's why, you know, I, I've been working with so many people like Sherry. She's realized that because, you know, who Sherry Edwards is she can hear hundreds of times better. And so she's been pioneering the bioacoustics uh, medical field. And she's able to identify what your DNA weakness is, because that's what the vaccine is, is targeting. I also have been working with some quantum energy folks that have done a lot of double blind studies to show that the blood, the, the clotted blood, um, they can restore your blood to a uh, healthy state. And because I wouldn't put them, I, I said, I wouldn't, I'm not going to do this with you guys unless I get a lot of studies showing that this is actually working because it's just people won't believe it. And so they are really piling up the studies. So I do think that there are some bright spots out there. Obviously, you got to take care of your body and strengthen your body, but there's some bright spots. People are starting to figure it out, but it's not going to come for mainstream medicine, because they just don't, they still think the vaccine is the answer. Yeah, well, you know, you can't fix stupid. And, and this is what it all boils down to. It does boil down to stupid. And I don't know, I, I feel like there's this slow motion train wreck coming at us. And we have, like you say, the wrong dog in the hunt. We have the, the wolves watching the sheep right now, uh -huh. while this big massacre is going to be coming on. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Um, and you know, nobody goes to jail too big to fail too big to jail says who, who made the food and drug administration King. Why aren't there naturopathic doctors and Ayurvedic doctors and acupuncturists and traditional Chinese medical doctors and homeopathic doctors working at the world health organization? Why That's not? Right. That's right. Why I mean, why are any we... of these medical disciplines, all of which are licensed and regulated by the way, brought to the table for coronavirus why who made the food and who made the the ftc king god over, yeah who made them god all of the advertising That's right. and, and it's nonsense it is nonsense okay I mean, short of an insurrection short of a revolution short of people taking up arms and i don't even know if that would be effective well i think a lot of people are going to die i think the trauma might be enough to push but in the in the meantime because there's it's it's such a serious situation. Um, even before COVID, it was pretty serious, but now it's like excruciatingly serious. 
Um, what can people do? I, I recommend joining your program so that they can learn. It's very inexpensive in comparison and they're going to save money and actually have access to ways to solve these things. I think they should read our, my solution document that I put together with Dr. Joel, you're on it. Um, I mean, they need to take things into their own hands. I'm answering your question. That's my answer. What is your answer to that? Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been doing this for a while and I'm like, well, not, <laughs> yeah, it's, knowledge is knowledge is power, right? Because like, like the fella said, when you experience the truth, you're in its velvet grasp forever. And the, we, my profession, by the way, licensed and regulated naturopathic doctors, we do not have the, the cure for all human ills. We don't. Sometimes our stuff fails. Most of the time it's effective. Sometimes it's a hundred percent effective, sometimes 70, sometimes 50, depending on too many variables to predict, but it is a very good, sophisticated, sound system of medicine that nobody has any idea about. And, oh, and oh, by the way, in, in order to become a licensed naturopathic doctor in the U.S., here's what you have to do. You got to do four years of pre-med somewhere. I did mine at the University of Massachusetts in Amherst. You got to do four years of naturopathic medical school at a fully accredited by the United States Department of Education naturopathic medical school. Then you have to complete, you have to graduate. You have to do a thousand hours of clinical supervision. You have to pass national boards. You have to pass state boards. You have to get a license to practice. And then you have to do 25 hours of continuing education credit every year. It's a full-blown primary care medicine, but wait for it. It's only licensed and regulated in 24 states in the yeah, United that's States. That's ridiculous. Okay, so do you have, because cancer rates are skyrocketing with this vaccine. I, I shouldn't even call it a vaccine, but it's just, it's the jab. Um, it, the, so people are, I mean, it, I, it's going to be a disaster. And so they need to deal with a lot of these things. Like I said, the Sherry Edwards thing is great because she can help you identify exactly what your issue is. Assuming that's actually 100%, because it, it could be layered problems, right? So, but the cancer we know is one thing. Now, do you have like the Indian doctor and his protocols. Can we access some of that? I mean, what do we do with that? People need to get out of this mainstream do nothing situation and at least take control and try to help their loved ones. So uh, when it comes to cancer, you know, so for, for things like high blood pressure and acid reflux and arthritis, and I would even say anxiety and insomnia and asthma and, and things like this. You can learn protocols that you can do on your own, like self-help health recovery for conditions like that. And I'm making numbers up. I'm going to say 60% of the time, they're going to be very effective. And you won't need to do anything further than than just stay the course with this treatment until you're 100% or as good as you're going to be. But when it comes to cancer, you need individualized care. And the the homeopath from uh, the the doctor from India that uses the homeopathic method, it's not generic. It's individualized treatment. So I I could have twins or triplets with the same genes the same cancer and in his protocol they would get three different medicines 
because they're three different people. Do you do that with people? And do you have? Yeah, I treat, I treat lots of people. I mean, I, I, I have, you know, I do tele, I was one of the first people in the world. Perfect. Okay. Years ago to do telemedicine. I help people with this stuff all over the world. Perfect. So if somebody has cancer, they need a more, uh, more specific treatment and you would do things one-on-one with them. They'd save money overall, I would assume, because the can- the medical profession is, astro- I mean, bankrupting people. And and their rates of, of efficiency or effectiveness is almost zero. So you're going to save money and have a better chance with working with a doctor like you. So we, you would say you got to set up a one-on-one with me and we got to take this more seriously. When it comes to cancer, yeah. Hundred percent, and right. You know, there's billions of people in the world who are suffering needlessly just because they don't know what to do. They don't know any better. They don't have no idea. They can't sleep through the night. Their energy's in the crapper. Right? They can't breathe properly. They've got chronic skin condition. They've got chronic joint conditions. The older that they get, the weaker that they get. They've got heartburn on and off all the time. Oh, my God, they're depressed. And most of these things are fixable from the comfort of people's own homes. They just need a little bit of education, which is completely lacking, completely lacking. Uh, Doctor in Latin is docere, which means teacher. And that's what doctors should do. They should teach people what to do to make themselves healthy, right? You can give a man a fish or you can teach him how to fish. Well, I'd rather teach people how to fish. So that's what I've dedicated the last, I don't know, 20 years of my life to is education. Just with the simple things that everybody should have been taught years ago, things that people can do in order to make their body healthy. And these things, by the way, are what myself after 34 years and my colleagues have actually seen work in clinical settings with real patients with real illness here's what we do here's what's effective most of the time try this and see what the hell happens what do you have to lose well it's It's so frustrating because there's a sea of people who are suffering and you're like it doesn't have to be this way needlessly i I mean when i go to when i travel a lot and you know i'll go to the food court at oh, the airport, ninety no. percent mm-hmm. of the stuff there is not only unhealthy, but it's bad for you. And 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 this was not done by accident, by the way. You know, we my my colleagues and I have identified uh, twelve foods that you shouldn't even look at, let alone eat, because these foods will hurt you. It's like you know the straws that broke the camel's back, and these foods are what people eat all of the time. But it's so hard if the whole food system started shifting towards what's healthy for us, it wouldn't be hard for us. But when you go into <laughs> a store, you know what I mean? You go into a store, it's, but it's true. You go into a store and you, it's so difficult. You have to retrain and it's hard to find the stuff. It's if the right. foods it just got re and it wouldn't be that complicated. They And so you could access almost anything and it's it's healthy. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. You would think that that's how it should be but we don't have a we don't live in a free society the i mean all you have to do you don't even have to be a conspiracy theorist to understand this all you have to do is turn on your tv turn to any channel that you want 
and count how many ads from the pharmaceutical industry is there. Just count. Yesterday, I was watching tennis with my husband or soccer or something, and they still had a vaccine booster ad, and they were advertising towards children, and this little eight-year-old got their booster to protect their baby's brother. It's like, okay, it is unbelievable because the baby brother has like a zero chance of being at risk, and the eight-year-old doesn't need it, but yet that's how they projected it. Yeah, and that should be against the law. It should be illegal, yes. But, but the pharmaceutical industry is too big to jail and they're too big to fail. They own the world and they can do whatever they want. And the media, they're in bed. They're all in bed together. So the 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 local media outlets, the national media outlets are not going to to advertise information which flies in the face of their biggest contributor. They're not going to do that. It's just bad business. And, you know, this is a problem. Inside of a monopoly, it all comes back to the monopoly, Sarah. It's a monopoly. It should be bad business to do stuff like that because people should be educated and go, oh, my God, I don't trust these people for anything. And I never will again because they're killing people. And well, that should I be mean, bad business in a normal functioning world. You are absolutely correct. But we don't live in a normal functioning world. And the silver lining in this cloud here is that you are absolutely correct. More and more people are starting for the first time in their lives to actually question the intelligence, the integrity, and the authenticity of their medical doctor. That's the first time they're start actually starting to do that. There's a there's a crack in the code. It's like when you, you know, in the matrix, when you see the cat do the stutter step. So there's a what is that? There's a crack there. And maybe that will grow. And with you know, people like myself standing up waving the flag saying hey look there's other things to do they're not perfect but they're better you come over you here should, you should find out about this yeah. right maybe we can start up you know the snowball the snowball already is moving but I, i'm telling you sarah the the pharmaceutical industry is so powerful and i'm not they sure can still outside air a of an asteroid hitting the earth they're, anything is going to change substantially which is which is why again you know i'm in favor of global things i'm in favor of social movements i'm in favor of political movements i'm in favor of attempting to change the machine i am and until that happens you need to know what to do on your own to empower yourself take your power back from the medical doctors take it back how are you going to do that you need to educate yourself where are you going to do that drglidden.com i mean shameless you know self-promotion here because people need this information and they're and, and, and they'd be hard pressed to find it anywhere else okay well thank you so much for joining the program today and i know we have a link below so they can get uh three months for 69 dollars, which is less than a doctor's visit and they get two hours a week with you um to ask you know it's a, there's a group of people but they can ask anonymously they can ask questions and you'll answer two hours a week for 69 dollars for three months so i have a link below and they can try that and i i had my mom my mom is trying it um so you know i think uh there's more and more people that you're waking up and realizing they got to take control of their own health and they need to feel better just feel better 
if you want to live, if you're going to live this life, you might as well feel good living it. <laughs> right? Okay. You know what the most, you know what the most common complaint that people go to a medical doctor with is? They don't what? have enough energy. And that's the number is... one reason people visit a doctor in the United States. And, and what that's one think... of the easiest things in the world to fix. And and what is it? Just basic nutrition and well, look, if you put diesel fuel into an unleaded tank, you you know, you win the lottery, you buy a brand new, you know, top of the line Lamborghini, you don't know any better, and you put diesel fuel in in the car, it takes unleaded fuel, it's gonna run like crap if it runs at all. And also, by the way, if you never tune it up. How's that going to work? Well, it's not going to. So you need to stop eating food that's hurting the body. You need to start eating food that's helping the body. And you need to fill your body's nutritional tank up with the essential nutrients that it needs, which are no longer present in the food. And if you do those things initially, a lot of things start to change for the better. Because all of a sudden, your body is not being harmed by the food that you're eating every day, which is like death by a thousand cuts. And... Your body, all of a sudden, first time in its life, arguably, it has all of the raw materials that it needs to work. And that's a game changer. And it's simple stuff people can do from the comfort of their own home without needing to visit a medical doctor and be intimidated by their idiocy. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Dr. Peter Glidden. Thank you so much. This is a great show. And uh, until next time. Thanks, Sarah.